G'day listeners, welcome to Karen Chronicles. I'm Gus. And I'm Annie, and today we have the amazing Joan Kennedy joining us. We will talk about life in Karen back in the day. And find out what our grandparents got up to at our age. First question is, what did you do for fun in Karen when you were younger? Uh, hi Annie. Um, what did I do when I was younger? We used to go to the beach a lot. My dad loved swimming, so we used to um, take the six of us kids down to the beach, yeah. uh, have a bit of a swim, catch up with the locals, and then we'd walk home again. My mum never liked the beach, so she never ever went down there. So she used that opportunity to stay home and um, do a bit of house cleaning, I suppose. Um, what was your favourite memory in Karen? Uh, my favourite memory was probably when I was an early teenager, 14, 15, and a whole group of us used to sit around up at the local shops and just talk. We never got into any trouble. We used to just have a yak and a laugh, and there was nowhere really else to go to have fun in those days. Occasionally we would go to the movies on a Saturday um, or a, a, a dance on a Saturday night. You used to go with a group of girls and they had um, a dance every Saturday night at Mintone Town Hall. What's the best thing about Karen that isn't here anymore? Okay. Yeah, I'd say the community feel. There's a lot of people who have moved into the area and that's lovely, a lot of young families. And um, at the beach most mornings there's mums and little toddlers and it's lovely to see that interaction. Um, back when we were that age, the only time you went outside was actually to go to school or to, um, or, or to, to go up to the shop and buy something. Okay, and how has the suburb changed, changed for the better? Suburb uh, changed for the better. Yeah. Um, I'd say there's um, there's a lot more sporting activities for young people. The opportunity for sporting. Um, you got your cricket. There's even rugby, Australian rules, uh, tennis. Lots of sporting activities, which uh, um, I think is really important to keep kids. Act, um, busy and and not wandering around hanging around the streets what club did you belong to and what's your favorite favorite memory from that experience what club like sporting club or any i i played in the um top grade netball which was the dandenong district um and I loved that, but that was only once a week and you didn't even train, you just went there on a Saturday and played netball with your friends and um, what's, this? what's your best memory? Memory, yeah. So I guess it would be netball and then also school. My best memory would be playing netball for the school on a Friday afternoon, which I loved. And... Um, Always seemed to be good at, at most sports that I did, and I'll probably that's probably why I, I like them as much. My dad used to take my two brothers to cricket and football, but back in those days, not too many women or mums went and watched 
um, sport for the kids. And that's changed a lot now too, which is good. Okay, what's the best crazy or kooky story you've heard about in Karam? Crazy or kooky? My my father was the local welfare man in the area, and uh, he he ran a group every one night a week at the local church hall for young boys to give them something to do because there wasn't a lot to do after school and they would just get into trouble. And you've probably never heard of the Allen brothers being so young, but they were a family who were always in trouble with the police. And the grandma looked up, she grew, um, brought those boys up and they lived in Carrum. And she struggled to, um, she struggled to manage their behaviour. And she would often call in to my, to dad and ask, could he help because she didn't know what to do and they were getting into lots of trouble and they ended up doing many years in prison so it wasn't it wasn't that easy and uh, but my dad was loved by everybody in the community and he would do anything for anybody and uh, yeah and there were six of us six siblings that went to Karen primary school and my father went to Karen Primary School before that, but um, I'm not exactly sure how many years he went, but certainly a long history of the Hankinson family, which is now you, know, you young Kennedy kids. Um, what was Christmas like in Karen? Or how did you celebrate Christmas? Um, Christmas was very traditional, very different to now. Uh, first of all, my belief is that children get too much in, the, in um, the terms of physical things. I know, um, I do know that the uh, Kennedy Murphy family, the kids have every possible um, sporting um, tool that they need. There's, there's cricket bats, there's golf clubs, there's tennis, everything they want. Back in our day, we, we used to get one little present and we were so grateful for that. But as the years have gone by, um, there seems to be more of an expectation um, that your kids get more, and uh, which I don't think is a really good thing. That's probably one thing I'm... I'm not in favour of. And then with that, what about the foods and stuff like that? Would you get together with your family and have a big meal or what happened there? Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Okay, Chris, yeah, Christmas used to be uh, at my mum's house. My mum, we lived in McLeod Road, Karen, which is the main road from the beach down to the, to the Patterson Lakes. And we mostly had Christmas day at our place and we would have a Christmas dinner and then we would um, oh there's probably about 20, 30 of us, we would go out into the backyard with our presents and my mum would sit there with, and call out the names and the kids would lean over, grab the present throw it on the ground and then wait for the next one and that to me didn't seem like the spirit of Christmas and so we changed it then from no presents, just being together Christmas day but because we all lived in the area we did see a lot of each other anyway, so, um, but yeah, Christmas was, 
where the kids got dressed up in their little party dresses and it, it was a fun day where we all got together and um, had it at my mum's house who had and she had a lovely big garden and a yeah, so it was always lots and lots of kids around as there is today in our family. Great answer. And how did you go to the city if you needed to go to the city? And also, why would you go to the city on what occasions? We very rarely went to the city. Um, I can remember I had to go to the dental hospital because we couldn't afford the dentist. And dental hospital in the city was, was cheap. You had to go on a waiting list. And I had a lot of trouble with my teeth, so I would go in with my mum every Friday afternoon at one stage for about six months and have treatment on my teeth. And like you, Gus, I believe um, you don't cope too well travelling. You get travel sickness. Mm -hmm. And I was the same, so every Friday when I'd been to the dentist on the way home in the train... We'd have to stop a couple of times and get off until the next train come because we were because I was sick. Um, yeah, that's probably that's probably the yeah the only thing. And if we I started work at I left school at four or fifteen, and I went and did three years course at a um, uh, Commonwealth building. Commonwealth Company and you had to work three years with them and and they were paying you to learn t typing and shorthand and after that three years I joined the Navy and that was that was because I was working in the city and uh, I was there the day the Beatles came to to town and I worked up high up in a building on the seventh floor and I leaned out and I saw them and so lots of times in the main street in Melbourne there'd be activities and one day I saw this Navy band and I thought, gee, I wouldn't mind being in the Navy. So that happened very quickly. I went home, got the papers signed and I was off. And that that was probably one of the best times of my life. Okay. Uh, our last question, uh, it's pretty specific. If you could name one local teacher from Cam Primary School what one do you remember best and why do they stand out? I can remember a couple of teachers, but obviously after 50, 60 years, um, I can't remember their name. And I was um, trying to put together some names or, or recall some names the other night, last night. And the one that came to me was a lady called Mrs Nielsen. And... Um, for some reason, the girls loved to brush her hair. She had hair down to her shoulders. She had children of her own, and she used to say whoever was the best behaved that day could brush her hair the next day. I, I can't think of anything um, worse than doing that or, or wanting to do that, but that's just the way it was then. Uh, the other thing, too, I, re I remember is that Nowadays, I don't know how many children are in each class, but I think we had about 40 children yeah, per class. Yeah, and <coughs> but we we managed well. I think the teachers were probably more disciplined. Um, you had to be, you had to really. Um, you, you, there wasn't as much freedom. I didn't. I didn't think and. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's obviously too. It's there's there's a lot of people my age that are still that have come back to Karen if they went away, and um, so I've made lots of friends. I've still got three very close friends that I've known since I was four, um, and friendships to me are the most important thing. Okay, so that's the end of our 10 questions. Thanks, Nan, for um, getting interviewed and you had some amazing answers. That was a pleasure, Annie, and pleasure, Annie and Gus. And I love you both and I think you you do a wonderful job and uh, I know you'll do well in the future. Well done, guys. Thanks, Nan. Thank you. That's it for our special episode of Cam Chronicles. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out all of our other episodes available at radiocaram.org. Hope to see you in Cam one day. See, see ya. ya.